हरिओम विशल चांद फ्रॉम वर्स नंबर सेवन आहारस्वस्विधो प्रिय यपस्तथा दान तेदमिम शृणु आयुस्सत्वलारोग्य सुख प्रीति आहारात्विकिया देर आर थ्री टाइप्स ऑफ फेथ सात्विक राजसिक एंड तामसिक विच वन कैन रिकग्नाइज फ्रॉम वॉट वी लाइक वॉट वी रेवियर वॉट वी वर्शिप सो इफ अवर रेवरेंस इज फॉर द देवतास फॉर द सात्विक देन वी हैव द सत्वगुणा इन अस इफ वी रेवियर द यक्ष राक्षस और द राजसिक फोर्सेस देन वी ऑल्सो हैव द रजोगुण बिकॉज वॉट एवर वी लाइक वी हैव दस क्वालिटीज विद इन अस वॉट एवर वी एप्रिशिएट वी हैव दैम विद इन अस एंड इफ वी हैव affinity or love liking for tamasic forces then we have tamasic shraddha so we should try to get rid of the tamasic and rajasic and develop more and more satvik shraddha then again bhagwan says that even our ahar whatever we eat or take in is also three types then the yajna the worship then the tapas austerity and danam charity they are also of three types so first bhagwan discuss the ahar the debt which increases our life and substantial the food which is substantial and and uh, increases our health healthy food which gives us joy and our heart is filled with love and which has got some uh, which is lasting means its food value is there in that food such food is uh, very dear to a satvik person a person who has got sattva gun in him or her will automatically like such food will have uh, affinity for such food as i said this is not only about food but all our intake so all our intake should be satvik through our eyes through our ears through our mind with our intellect 
whatever we take in, we should see that it is more and more sattvic only. That is the first step in our sadhana. The intake should be good and pure. Now Bhagavan describes the rajasic food. Ninth verse. Katvam lalavanat yushna Tishna ruksha vidahinaha Ahara rajasas sheshtaha Dukha shokamaya pradaha Katvam lalavanat yushna Tishna ruksha vidahinaha Uh, this this is the ahar which is very dear to one who is rajasic. If I have rajogun in me, then automatically that type of food also I will like, I would like to consume. Because uh, I have to feed my rajogun, I have to sustain my rajogun, I have to take care of my rajogun. So those type of uh, food, those type of ahar I would like to have. And what are they? Bhagavan says that katu, katu means bitter, amla, sar, lavana, salty, atiushna, extremely hot. See, ati, that shabd word goes with everything. Ati means too much, in excess. So excessively bitter. Some people have the habit of bitter, completely bitter, to eat something or drink, or too much sour, or very salty, or very hot, or very pungent, tikshna, ati tikshna. Not only that food is hot, but on top of it we put lot of other masalas, mirchi and all. So, Ati Tikshna and Ruksha. Ruksha means Sukha Sukha. Doesn't have uh, any liquid, means Sukha. Nowadays, lot of those Sukha things like fast food and cutter putter which we keep eating. It's Ruksha. And Vidahinaha and food which burns our inner system also. Something which is very bad for our uh, our uh, inner organs. It burns us from within. Vidahinaha. Hmm. Bhagavan doesn't mention a particular type of dish and all. Hmm. Because it might, as I said, it can change. But those which have this type of uh, thing, too much of masalas, too much of oil, too much of... Uh, this uh, see all these tastes are required, but when they are exceeded, when they exceed a limit, then it becomes rajasic. Even a sattvic food, when it is consumed in too much quantity or is cooked in a different way, can become rajasic. Yeah. 
सो आहार राजस श्रेष्ठ भगवान से सच आहार इज इज लाइक्ड बाय दोजसिक सो इफ आई एम राजसिक आई विल लाइक दिस बट इवन दो आई मे लाइक दिस इफ आई गो अगेंस्ट माई लाइकिंग एंड ट्राई टू कंज्यूम मोर एंड मोर सात्विक फूड देन स्लोली माई लाइकिंग मे चेंज इट कैन गेट ट्रांसफॉर्म इट इज पॉसिबल therefore not that only by eating satvik we will become satvik but by slowly increasing the satvik type of ahar my like my attitude my that guna can undergo transformation because this satvagun rajogun tamogun they are like uh, all three are connected if satvagun increases automatically we have seen in the 14th chapter also the rajogun and tamogun goes down so they are all connected even if one one thing we take care of properly even ahar if it is taken care of properly then the gunas can be brought under control we can increase the satvagun so such ahar this rajasik food is uh, liked by rajasik people and what is the what is the outcome he says dukha shoka amaya pradaha this food gives rise to lot of lot of unhappiness sorrow dukha and grief and disease <coughs> amaya means disease the more we eat the more we fall sick it is not good for the system the entire body the mind see whatever food we eat the physical aspect of the food goes to make our body but the subtle life principle of that food it it gives energy to our pranas and the attitude with which the food is made or brought or cooked and all it gives energy and nourishment to our mind so if a food is uh, cooked with the attitude that it is we are making it as a naivedya to offer to god then that attitude goes into the food because food and body and everything is connected so that attitude when it goes into the food then when we eat that as prasad later on then it gives nourishment to our mind therefore prasad and all it has got its own on energy and charm but food which is cooked let us say a food is cooked to be sold then it will have a different attitude in it like in hotel and all we go and eat that food has got different it will have a different effect on our mind because it is cooked to be sold it is not cooked to with what called joy or as a offering and all but it is cooked with a different attitude even the cooks who are cooking god knows whether they are being paid properly or they have proper attitude they may have their own problems so their anger their jealousies their pride their difficulties their tension all this goes into the food and it affects our mind it might be we will say are wah first class bana hua hai it might be very tasty to our tongue but it will not be tasty to our mind if we are not if we are not sensitive 
वे मे नॉट रिकॉग्नाइज इट वी विल जस्ट इट ओव इट एंड से नहीं कुछ नहीं हुआ अच्छा है बट इफ यू आर सेंसिटिव वी विल नो दैट इट अफेक्ट्स अवर माइंड दिस वन स्टोरी विच आई हैड हर्ड दैट वन साधु विथ इज डिसाइपल ही वेंट टू समवंस हाउस टू हैव फूड भिक्षा एंड आफ्टर हैविंग दैट फूड दे हेड्स आउट द फूड इन चांदी का ऑल बर्तन एंड ऑल सो आफ्टर हैविंग द फूड ही जस्ट दैट डिजायर केम टू पिकअप वन कटोरी एंड पुट इट इन इज झोली सो ही डिड इट धैन दे लेफ्ट and after some time when the food got digested and all and little after some time that suddenly he noticed that i have kept this katori in my jholi what is this why this thought came to my mind then he told his disciple take it back and give it and just inquire who had cooked the food so he went gave it back and inquired and that uh, cook who had cooked he had all this attitude in his mind of stealing and all therefore in our culture also when we are when we are too excited or when we are sad and all then food is not cooked by that person but somebody else then gives the food and we can eat it so this very interesting uh, phenomena food plays a very important role as i said not only what we eat but even the books and all if that is also if it is written with some other attitude it will have a different effect on our personality like bhagavad gita is given with great joy great uh, uh, feeling of cons- uh, welfare for everyone bhagwan krishna gave it not only to arjuna but to everyone of us with that welfare in his heart so when we read it it helps us in our life but if some books are there which has got some ulterior motive and all it will have a different effect on our personality so it's very important that we take care of this ahar properly therefore in our prayer also we say bhadram karne vishrunyam devaah भद्रम पश्ये दैट मे आई हियर व्हाट इज ऑस्पेशियस मे आई सी व्हाट इज ऑस्पेशियस सो दैट गुड थॉट्स एंटर माय माइंड एंड आई बिकम मोर एंड मोर प्योर सो दैट इज आल्सो आहार सो आहारा राजस राजसस्य इष्टाह दुख शोक आमय प्रदाह सो राजसिक फूड कॉजेस सोरो ग्रीफ and disease of the mind of the pranas also get affected and also the body gets affected now bhagwan tells us about tamasic food yatayamam gatarasam puti paryushitanchayata उच्चिष्टमेध्यम भोजन तामस प्रिय यातयाम गतरसम 
भोजनम तामस प्रियम हाँ भोजनम तामस प्रियम दोज आर तामसिक दे लाइक दिस टाइप ऑफ फूड वॉट टाइप ऑफ फूड यातयामम यातयामम मीन्स नॉट कुक्ड प्रॉपरली और विच इज कुक्ड एंड कैप्ड फॉर अ लॉन्ग टाइम लाइक वी कुक एंड देन केप इट इन द रेफ्रिजरेटर एंड कीप ऑन ईटिंग इट समटाइम पीपल राइट ऑल्सो देर दिस इज फॉर मंडे ट्यूजडे वेनेसडे एंड दे कीप ईटिंग इट एंड देन दे कीप मॉडिफाइंग इट ऑल्सो सो फर्स्ट डे इट इट अपियर्स समथिंग एल्स देन नेक्स्ट डे तड़का मारकर इट सडनली इट चेंजेस इट्स फॉर्म इट अपियर्स न्यू then third day you do something else of it so it keeps on modifying in this way but that's called yatayamam yama means uh, period of 3 hours more than 3 hours if it passes by after a food being cooked then it is called uh, stale only and nowadays with our uh, discovery of refrigerator Uh, this has become a common practice so keep the food cook and keep and then eat then that is called yatayama some people like such thing they have great affinity for it some people actually cook and keep it also isse nahi nahi uske dusre din khane se uska jo hai get more joy out of it so yatayama usko sada vada ke then it is eaten gatarasam gatarasam means the essence has gone from it there is no food value all over refined food and the essence goes or usko aise pakate hai ki uska all the all the essence of that food disappears only some uh, just a matter is left behind but the essence food essence the food substance is no more there the rasa has gone gatar and sometimes gatar rasam also means tasteless no taste gatar rasam see food should give joy to all our senses when the plate is there in front of us it should give joy to our eyes and different colors the way it is served it is like a art only actually is idhar udhar phekna nahi but beautifully it is served of different colors should be there different color different taste different texture in one item itself different textures if they are there then it gives joy to the senses to our nose to our eyes to our ears also even when eating it should make good sound the food so it should give joy to the ears then it should give joy to our uh, even while we eat our sense of touch hand to our mind and to our intellect then it is good otherwise gatarasam it has got no rasa then puti puti means uh, having a bad smell durgandha durgandha yukta puti some there are some some food uh, some non veg type of thing or some other type of food 
sometimes they have such a foul smell but those who are used to it they enjoy that smell then uh, ram krishna paramhans ji used to tell about a, a lady who used to sell uh, flowers and another one used to sell fish and after selling those fish flower and all they uh, they came to a place and they were uh, um, they were sleeping together and they could not sleep because uh, they could not get that uh, their smell then they kept the tokri next to them and then they could sleep so a tamasic person likes that smell also ऑल इज प्रिपेर्ड and a rotted thing and it is more and more ganda it is the more the joy they get out of it so paryushitam is tamasik uchistam uchistam means which was eaten and then left there and again we go and eat see uh, eating food is considered a a puja in our culture when we sit to eat we have sit on the asan and we sit and eat actually keeping the plate in your hand and moving around and eating and all is also considered tamasik eating and walking on the road and all that is considered tamasik hmm i am just categorizing ha huh? and uh, the food is like a like a puja so when we sit on the do puja we have to sit and then eat and after we finish it then we should go but if a person eats half and then walks away and then again comes and eats it then that is called uchishta that is not considered good some people have the habit they will eat then keep it then after one hour again they will pick it up again they will eat again they will keep some other people will also eat it and keep it there hmm so that type of thing uh, is considered not good so uchishtam then cha amedhyam amedhyam is that which cannot be offered to the lord when we do puja we offer certain food to bhagwan to satvik devatas who eat satvik food devatas are also there are some tamasik and as i said the bhut prayat pishachya they like tamasik food there are some places where they worship this uh, ghost and all and they give them all wine and then and um, what to call uh, uh, क्या बोलते हो उसको मांस मीट हम्म सो दिस द सात्विक देवतास वॉट एवर दे कंज्यूम दैट इज कंसिडर्ड एज सात्विक लाइक वी डू सत्यनारायण पूजा 
they offer nice naivedya uh, uh, to Bhagwan, and that we eat as prasad. So that which can be offered to the Lord is called medhyam, and that which cannot be offered, which is considered wrong and bad to offer to Bhagwan, it's called a medhyam. So most of the tamasic food, I mean all the tamasic food is a medhyam, cannot be offered to the sattvic devatas. So such bhojan, bhojanam tamasapriyam, those who are tamasic, they have affinity towards this bhojan. Their whole body, their mind, their senses get attracted towards this bhojan. They just love it like anything. Even if good food is given, they make it tamasic and then they will eat. So that is tamasic. Also, as I said, this can be applied to other ahar which we take through other senses. So our ahar also should be uh, sattvic only. But if they are something which has got no rasa, suppose we hear something which has got no substance in it, then that is also tamasic. If we read or if we participate in some program which has got no substance, it has got no charm, it has got it has got nothing which will increase your vitality, it will increase your your peace and happiness of your heart. If it doesn't do this, then that program itself is tamasic only. If you attend some program which gives rise to anger, jealousy, pride, then it is rajasic. But some program if you attend and you become depressed and go into total depression only and sadness and uh, fear and uh, guilt and dejection, then that is tamasic. Hmm. Even some books or some movie you watch or some program and it gives rise to that type of tamasic attitude in our heart, then that is tamasic. If it cultivates and encourages the rajasic, then that program is rajasic. But it gives rise to sattvic feeling. It makes my heart peaceful and I am happy. I feel that I have gained something more substantial, that it has changed my personality for the better that I am moving towards my ultimate goal, then that is sattvic. So whatever ahar we take should also be should be sattvic only. If it is tamasic, then we should change it to rajasic and from rajasic to sattvic. So this is a very important point. So the first step in our sadhana is to make our ahar shuddha. Ahar Shuddhi it is called. When Ahar Shuddhi happens, the mind also becomes pure. Because mind is made up of food only. Our body, our pranas, our mind is made up of food. Right from our childhood we are eating. So whatever we eat goes to make our personality. So if we take care of our eating, uh, everything will be taken care of automatically. Now Bhagwan talks about the other three sadhanas, yadnya, tapas and dana. So first he talks about yadnya. So he mentions three types of yadnya. First he talks about the sattvic yadnya. Afala kaṁṣibhir yadnya 
विधि दृष्टो यजते यमेति मन सत्विक अफलाकांक्षिभ्य विधि दृष्टो यजते हाँ वी हैव सीन इन द इन द थर्ड चैप्टर आल्सो वी हैव सीन दिस टर्म यज्ञ देर भगवान हैज सेड क्लियरली दट यज्ञ अर्थात कर्मणोन्यत्र लोकोयम कर्म बंधन दट ऑल द कर्मास दे लीड टू बॉन्डेज एक्सेप्ट कर्मास परफॉर्म विथ यज्ञ भावना और एज यज्ञ यज्ञ इन डिफरेंट वर्ड इज वर्शिप पूजा वर्शिप बट वर्शिप डजेंट मीन सिटिंग एट वन प्लेस एंड वर्शिपिंग वर्शिप मीन्स वॉट एवर एक्शन वी परफॉर्म शुड बी डन विद एटीट्यूड ऑफ वर्शिप वर्क एज वर्शिप इज कॉल्ड यज्ञ अवर ड्यूटीज अवर रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटीज टू बी फुलफिल्ड performed as worship is called yajna and this is a very important uh, sadhana for all seekers in short karma yoga and the attitude of karma yoga should be maintained and what is the attitude of karma yoga that uh, first of all it should be our swadharma that it should be my own responsibility my own duty performing somebody else's duty is not proper because you are making that fellow also useless and we are also neglecting our own duty it's called paradharma somebody else's duty and generally actually in india we have this habit of putting our duty on somebody else's head aap kar lo mera kaam आप क्यों नहीं करते नहीं जरा आप ही कर लो इन द फैमिली ऑल्सो हजबेंड विल गिव हिज ड्यूटी टू द वाइफ वाइफ विल गिव समथिंग टू द हजबेंड देन दे विल गिव इट टू द चिल्ड्रन चिल्ड्रन विल गिव इट टू द नेबर नेबर विल थ्रो इट आउट साइड सो वॉट एवर माई रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी टूवर्ड्स माई सेल्फ टूवर्ड्स माई फैमिली टूवर्ड्स माई सोसाइटी टूवर्ड्स नेचर towards god towards my ancestors towards the society towards my uh, towards the world towards human beings towards animal birds plant whatever my responsibilities are there i should fulfill those responsibilities as worship that i am part of this totality and this is my work and i am just doing it because it has to be done so swadharma means our own responsibilities to be performed as worship of the totality of god without having any attachment to the action and no attachment to the results of action also and whatever result comes then take it as prasad that it is a gift from god as prasad 
सो दैट इज द सात्विक यज्ञ विच भगवान ब्रीफली एक्सप्लेन्स यर इसे अफलाकांक्षी भी विदाउट हैविंग आकांक्षा और अटैचमेंट फॉर द रिजल्ट मीन्स द एक्शन इज परफॉर्म नॉट टू नॉट विद द मोटिवेशन ऑफ गेटिंग समथिंग वर्ल्डली बट बिकॉज इट इज माई ड्यूटी इट हैज टू बी डन वॉट एवर कम्स लेट इट कम बट दैट इज नॉट द मोटिवेशन द मोटिवेशन इज दैट आई हैव टू डू दैट फॉर आई एम डूइंग इट नॉट बिकॉज आई विल गेट समथिंग सीज देर आर सर्टन ड्यूटीज दैट यू विल नॉट गेट समथिंग इन रिटर्न इमिजिएटली और आउटवर्डली इट विल नॉट बी सीन इट मे नॉट बी नोटिस्ड ऑल्सो there are certain duties which others may not notice if you don't do it then it will be noticed like the husband came and asked the wife what do you do whole day and all so next day she did not do and then he came to know what she does so if we don't do it then it will be harmful for us and others but if we do it not that we will get a special certificate for doing our duties it is part of life so a phala kaanksha bhi without having any attachment to the results of action vididrishto keeping an eye on the on what the scriptures have ordained or the society has ordained me that this is my duty i should keep an eye on that and then that should be performed so based on my status in the society my uh, education or whatever the families and all and also based on the laws of the country and based on the scriptural injunction i have certain duties towards myself and others which i have to perform so keeping an eye on the vidhi on the vidhan on the ordinance of the scripture and the society so that is called vididrishto ya ijjate one who worships means one who performs his duties as worship then we don't have to do a special puja but special puja will also be mentioned later on but this itself is puja uh, taking care of a family or doing your work in the society taking care of your own body and the serving the world around that's all part of our duty and it itself is worship so each jate and with what attitude yashtavyam eva iti yashtavyam means it has to be done with that attitude it is we do it because it has to be done that's called duty karyam karyam means has to be done therefore we are doing it it's like every day we take bath uh, has to be done so you just do it not that you will get a special certificate hmm. even if regularly without fail if you have taken bath for till now you wouldn't have got any certificate nobody would have appreciated also but if you don't take for a week people will notice 
and they will complain. But if you do, nobody will pay attention to you. That is, that is called duty. If you are doing it so that others will say thank you, then there is something wrong. Then that is not, that is not the right attitude. Without expecting even a thank you from the world, one has to do it just because it has to be done. So that is called yastavyam evai. Iti, manas samadhaya, keeping the focus of the mind on this type of, on this attitude, that I am doing it because it has to be done, it's my duty as an offering to the Lord. So my everyday living should be a worship of the totality, with joy, not keeping an eye on the result, because if I am doing something for the world, the world will take care of me. If I am offering my time and energy to the world, the world will take care. It's not that I am doing it for this particular person and he will take care. No, if I am offering my work to the totality, the totality takes care of me. See, generally it happens that uh, you may be serving one person. But ultimately somebody else will be helping you and somebody else will be helping that person. It is not that one-to-one like. You might be taking care of your parents, but later on your children will take care of you. So it is, uh, this is part of our, uh, our nature. So manas samadhaya, keeping our mind focused on this attitude, when I keep performing my work as worship, my mind will start becoming more and more pure. This type of attitude in my work is called Sattvic Yajna. That word Yajna is like worship only. So Sattvic worship. And it's uh, this is our important sadhana. So whatever ahar we have done, now we are expressing it in the form of this work as worship. Now Bhagwan describes the rajasic worship. Abhisandhayatu phalam dambhartham apichayvayata Ijjate Bharata Shreshtha Tam Yadnyam Viddhi Rajasam Abhisandhayatu Phalam Dambhartam Apichayvayata Here Bhagwan talks about Rajasik Yatnya, which is, uh, which is performed, our actions or our duties are performed with an attention on the result. So there is an ulterior motive behind even our service. The real service doesn't have any ulterior motive. The real service is for the sake of service without even expecting anything in return. That's called serving God. 
without expecting anything in return. Though we get Bhagwan's blessings in return, but without expecting anything in return, they are doing it as a duty. But if we have ulterior motive behind doing, performing some duties, there are some people who do like that. They seem to be serving, but they have all calculation. Then I will get, and then he will make all the property in my name. And then, after that I will stop the service. <laughs> then I will get uh, early retirement. So, Abhisandhaya to Falam, so keeping an eye on the worldly gain, outward gain, gain in the form of some material object or gain in the form of some, some uh, appreciation or outer things for name, for fame. Some people do seva for the sake of name and fame. When others are watching, they will do dana then. When nobody is watching, then they will take back that check. Anyway, even if they give, it will bounce off. <laughs> Many times they give blank check. Blank means they don't sign. They say anonymous donation. <laughs> so, abhisandhaya to falam, keeping an attention on the results of action, and the karma is done with dambha. Dambha means hypocrisy. Show, show business. To show to others. Even some sort of religious karmas also we do so that others will appreciate. Others will think, so such a religious person he is. So when a lot of people are coming or some other special thing is there, then for the show, one does all these karmas. That's called dambha. Not with a proper pure heart, but just for show. So dambhartham api chaiva yat ijjate bharata shreshta he shreshta among the bharatakula arjuna. One who does this type of action, this type of worship of God, they perform their duties, they perform, but they expect something in return. And when they don't get it, they get angry with God. Even it's such a low thing to do. When we go to the temple, we offer flowers, we offer nargal and we ask, Bhagwan, ye humko de do. And when they don't get it, they get angry with God. Itna nargal diya fir bhi. What is this now? Regularly I went to Ganesh temple and offered nargal and all. Now I won't go. I will go to his father. <laughs> then after worshipping his father for some time, this is, his father is also no. I will do Durga Puja only. That is better. So like that, with that eye on the result, then there is no charm in that seva. Then it is not called seva. Okay? After every every seva you want some tip, then that is no good. So abhisandhayatufalam dambhartam with hypocrisy. If it is done, then Bhagwan says this type of karma is rajasik. And a rajasik karma doesn't purify our heart. 
रिमेम्बर Four point program. Hmm. So let us see tamasic yadnya. Vidhi hi namashristanam, mantra hi namadakshinam, shraddha virahitam yadnyam. परिचक्षते विधि दिस तामसिक वर्शिप इज एक्जैक्टली ऑपोजिट टू राजसिक आई मीन सॉरी सात्विक Opposite to sattvic, vidhihinam means without taking into account the ordinance of the scripture and the society. अपने मन मानी करना, not to follow any rules, neither of the scriptures nor of the society. That is that is the first lakshana of a tamasic worship, tamasic action. illegal and all different type of things so that is the first vidhihinam no vidhi no ordinance is followed of the scripture or the society ashrishtanam without offering food see this here bhagwan uses the language of yajna when we perform a yajna we also give Uh, offer bhiksha food to the brahmans who perform this yajna when we call some purohits and all when they perform the yajna uh, or some ritual then the then the food is also offered to them and dakshina is also given what it means is that when we perform action in this world we get support from so many people around us we have to give their share also their respective things also to them many times this tamasic people they do or they take you make use of other people and when it comes to giving them their due they don't give they don't give their salary properly they don't cut their pf all this language i came to know here because of my administrative work hmm or they don't they take away their uh, uh, their uh, rightful uh, honor also like some person does the work and somebody else take the credit we steal their credit that limelight somebody else does the work and we see this maine kiya hai 
खाना भी लोग कोई दूसरा बनाता है एंड दैट वन विल कम एंड आई मेड इट दिस कचौड़ी मैंने खुद मेरे हाथ से बनाई है कचौड़ी एंड इफ यू लुक एट हर हैंड इट इज नाइसली ऑल दो क्या बोलते क्रीम लगाया हुआ है कचौड़ी का कोई सुगंध नहीं उसमें इनफैक्ट कचौड़े को उसका निविया क्रीम का सुगंध आता है आई डिड इट एंड अंदर को बेचारा सवेरे से बैठ के कचौड़े बनाना है ही इज टोल्ड यू नेवर कम आउट ऑफ दैट किचन बिकॉज एज सुन इज कम पीपल विल नो दैट ही इज डूइंग द कचौड़ी सो टेकिंग अवे समबडी एल्सिस क्रेडिट This type of thing, a lot of things are there now. What to talk? Hmm? Stealing, even people who steal things from others or uh, take bribes, hmm? all sorts of corruption. It also falls under tamasic yadnya, corruption. Corruption is tamasic yadnya only. Stealing from the country, stealing from other people, taking their money, not doing their work. irritating them with all tamasic yadnya only ultimately work is not done but more trouble only for others so vidhihinam asrishtanam mantrahinam without proper mantra without proper uh, proper understanding of the karma without understanding how it has to be done just do it somehow this called mantrahinam adakshinam without giving the proper due to others what what is to be given to all the other workers and other people sometimes we have to even if we may not be able to give but we can at least thank we can acknowledge the contribution of others not to acknowledge the contribution of others in a particular work is also tamasic tamasic attitude one has to acknowledge the contribution of everyone including nature including god and the regularly if we keep acknowledging we will develop humility because we will know that my my role is the minimum in this everything is done by everyone else in fact when ramchandra ji came back from uh, lanka when he came to ayodhya his teacher asked him that oh you fought with ravan and you defeated him he was such a mighty mighty enemy and you defeated how did you do this single handedly he said no i did not all this my sugriv and my other friends and all and all this monkey force they did it because of them only i could win this war so he did not take the credit even when hanuman ji went to lanka when he returned he first returned to his team and together as a team they came to ramchandra ji and reported the matter otherwise somebody else would have gone directly flew to ramchandra team bechare wahan sagar ke kinare baithe hue hanuman ji aa jayenge he has already gone he sent an sms to bhagwan and he is there and from there he gives a call ki aa jao aap log abhi kya kar rahe ho wahan par chalo <laughs> so he did not do like that 
he came back to the all the team who had gone in search of sita ji and together as a team he came to ramcha and each and every member of the team felt that they have they had gone to lanka and they had done the work because he he moved them together that's called satvik yajna but to take credit for something which doesn't belong to me is tamasik so this has to be understood in a broad sense should not just take it as a as a very orthodox meaning and all this has to be understood in a broad sense because bhagavad gita is a scripture which belongs to all humanity and for all times it has to be understood in the right way so vidihinam ashrishtanam mantrahinam adakshinam shraddha virahitam devoid of faith if a work is done devoid of faith in that work faith in the people who are accompanying and doing that work faith without faith in the result without faith in the in the outcome just doing it blindly having no trust even shraddha virahitam means having no trust with people look at them as uh, in a negative sense only see it is even in our law it is said that a person should be considered innocent unless is i mean un- unless proved otherwise unless proved guilty okay we have lawyers here hmm? just checking <laughs> but tamasic attitude is you are guilty unless proved otherwise you are a useless fellow unless proved otherwise this type of attitude and this we have when when one meets a new stranger or person we feel that this fellow is totally a gunda unless proved otherwise even when we go to any work in the office or bank and this and that they will look at you as though you have come here to steal their money so ye form bharo wo form bharo ye kya wo kya so many forms and in their forms so many things you have to fill not only your name but your parents name your grandparents name and what loans they had taken and all those things so many things you have to fill and still they will look at you suspiciously so this uh, shraddha virahitam it is called no faith no trust in themselves in others in their work in people in god no trust this is called shraddha virahitam samshay vritti uh, doubting nature always doubting there are people like that and they have this doubting in everything they may be sitting at home and some servant comes and all they will be doubting ye kya hai haath mein kya le ja rahe ho udhar kya rakha hai wahan kya hai like the doubting kuch ho gaya unhone kiya hoga wo dekh raha tha wahan par doubting about everything so such people they they become miserable in life and we had seen in the fourth chapter i think that samshay samshay atma vinashyati one who has this doubting nature 
he get destroyed. So Shraddha Virahitam Yadnyam Tamasam Parichakshate. Such a Yadnya is called Tamasik Yadnya. Very low type of Yadnya. So Yadnya, as I said, is performing our duties. It's an offering to God. Without expecting anything in return. Just with the attitude that this is my duty. I have to do. So my duty is to work. And it is Bhagwan's duty to take care of me. When I, when I work with, with some expectation, then that is Rajasik. And when I work with total ignorance and confusion, with lot of doubt in my heart, with a very negative attitude, then that is Tamasik Yadnya. So we have to make our Yadnya more and more Sattvic. Now Bhagwan talks about tapas. As I said, these three things, I mean four, ahar, yadnya, tapas and dan. Tapas is our spiritual sadhana, focusing our attention on our uh, ultimate goal of enlightenment. Yadnya, when we perform, our mind becomes pure. Dan also when we do, our mind becomes pure. Yadnya and Dana helps in uh, purifying our mind. Tapas also makes our mind pure, but it is mainly, it is to focus our attention on our ultimate goal of enlightenment. Through Tapas, we gain that state of enlightenment. It's very interestingly here, it's described. So, perform your duties as Yadnya Bhavana. Do tapas also and do dana. So when we perform duties, whatever uh, prasad we get, whatever we get internally and externally also, it has to be shared with others. That's called dan. I get wealth, I should share it with others. I get knowledge, I should share it with others. I have talents, I have certain, uh, certain things in me, can be shared with the world around. That is called dhanam. But tapas is focus. Focusing our attention on our ultimate goal of enlightenment. So, uh, there are three types of tapas. Sharirik, vachik and mansik. Sharirik means at the level of our body. Vachik at the level of our speech. And manasik at the level of our mind. So focusing our physical energy towards our goal. Focusing our speech energy towards our goal. And focusing our mental energy towards our goal. That is the tapas. Ekagram tapauchate. Tapas is ekagrata. Single pointedness. Focus. Without this focus... Uh, goal cannot be attained. It's like, uh, give an example, I had also given it before, like you thread a needle. So the thread should be single pointed. And then you can put it into the eye of the needle very carefully. Similarly, all our physical, emotional, and speech, energy, all the energy of our 
uh, of our uh, karmendriyas, jnanendriyas and antakarana to be focused towards our achieving the ultimate goal of enlightenment. That's called tapas. So now Bhagwan talks about sharirik tapas, then he will talk about vachik tapas, then mansik tapas, and then he will say these three types of tapas are again sattvic, rajasik, tamasik. So we should do sattvic, sharirik tapas, sattvic, vachik tapas, and sattvic, manasik tapas. So let us read now. 14th verse. Devad Vijaguru Pradnya Pujanam Shaucham Arjavam Brahmacharya Mahinsacha Shariram Tapa Uchate Devadvijaguru Pradnya Pujanam Shocham Arjavam Our personality is uh, made up of this gross physical body. Then we have our subtle, our senses. Then we have our inner equipment, the mind, the intellect. All this we have to engage in uh, attaining that our supreme goal. So our physical body also should be tuned to gain that state of enlightenment. And that is done by using the body for uh, doing some seva and all. So here Bhagavan says, Deva Dvija Guru Pradnya Poojanam. Poojanam, Pooja, Seva. Pooja means Seva of Deva, of the Devatas. Dvija, Dvija means the Brahman. Guru, teacher. Pradnya, a wise person. See, Devata, every, we worship in the form of an idol also the various uh, depending on our family and the kula devata one has to worship regularly hmm? it is deva puja dvija means the twice born see we are born once and then when we uh, when we develop certain samskar in us positive samskar then that is that person is called twice born uh, there is a very famous uh, shloka which says that, uh, what does it say? Janmana jayate shudraha samskara dvija uchyate vedo dhyayi bhaved vipraha brahma janati iti brahmanaha. Janmana jayate shudraha. That by birth we are all born as shudram. Shudra means without any culture. Without any samskar. But then after taking birth, we are given samskar. In fact, samskar starts right from the time we are in mother's womb. So various samskars are there. Then when we are born, namakaran samskar, 
and first time the food is eaten the first time the hairs are cut and all first time the child learns to write and read and all so these are all samskar they are called impressions created in the subtle mind and intellect of that child it's called samskar this remains throughout the life so one who has got good samskar is called dwija he is twice born and one who studies the scriptures is called vipra wise person here pradnya pradnya is a wise person who has studied and understood the scriptures vedas the upanishads bhagavad gita and one who knows the brahma one who has recognized that i am that brahma is called brahmana in that shloka brahmana is not just wearing a janeu but one who has recognized his own self as brahma so here when we say dwija is like worship of a good cultured person worship means being friendly and serving a good person is a shariric tapas only and when we serve and we respect and we revere a good person the goodness comes into us this is the psychology of that goodness if you revere goodness in other person that goodness will come into us if we revere some negative aspect then those aspect will come into us if we keep thinking of some person in a negative way ye to aise hi hai waise like people sit and gossip na all that they talk ill about other person come into them after some time you check you will find exactly is maybe wahi hai you will find the same thing in them also so but when we revere and we talk good about other people and find their good qualities and revere them then those qualities come in us so this shariric tapas is with your body you serve those who are good be with them help them serve them so that is dwija seva dwija puja then guru guru is one from whom we learn who is our guide who removes all our doubts removes all our ignorance and guides us on this path of spirituality takes us to the ultimate goal so our guru so guru puja is also very important with your body means serve the teacher hmm physically one has to physically also one has to take care or whatever service is required of the teacher so guru then pradnya a wise person so serve the wise person then shaucham cleanliness body should be kept clean that is also shariric tapas see when we keep our body our our clothes our surrounding clean then mind also start becoming clean so shariric tapas include shaucham cleanliness then arjavam straightforwardness in our actions arjavam 
See, it is said that whatever attitude we have in our mind, it gets expressed in our body. They talk about body language. Our body language also should be positive. Body language should not be bad language. So body should also start expressing in a positive way. So arjavam, straightforwardness. Then brahmacharyam, self-control, control over our senses, our mind, our body, not to indulge in pleasures too much, to have uh, what you call some balance in our experiencing pleasures and all. That's called brahmacharya. So brahmacharya ahimsa, ahimsa non-violence. Try to avoid, means avoid violence at all levels is non-violence. This all, these are called sharirik tapas. So shariram tapa uchyate. So body also should be engaged in the sadhana. Seva, Guru Seva, Dvija Seva, Pratne Seva, cleanliness, straightforwardness, body also is engaged. Then the body becomes fit for our ultimate goal. Then such a body, when we sit with this body to do meditation and uh, do other uh, sadhana, it helps the body also, gives us support. So, Shariram Tapauchate. Now comes the Vachik Tapas. Tapas at the level of our speech. Anodvegakaram Vakyam Satyam Priyahitanchayata Swadhyayabhyasanam Chayva Vangmayam tapa uchyate Anodvegakaram vakyam This vangmayam tapa, the tapas at the level of our speech is, is subtler now. But all these three, Shararik, Vachik and Mansik tapas, should be performed together in the sense, not one after other, but they are there together. But this Vachik tapas is subtler than the Shararik tapas. See, our speech is a direct uh, expression of our mind, our thoughts, our emotions. Speech is like the, in computers also you have those windows now. You, you open a window. So you have a stored information or you have some site and all. Then you just open it. So it is, it is there on the screen. So there you can see what is there in the site. But then again you, you close it, then the whole thing goes into that icon and stands there. So our mind is the icon, but the speech is like the window which has opened. It it can be seen, it can be heard by others. 
but what we are speaking is our mind only our emotions our ideas our thoughts of our mind is given a speech so if we can control and we can regulate our speech it can also regulate our mind and and purify our mind so there are few things which bhagwan says we should take care of while speaking your vakyam the words which you utter bhagwan says should be anudvegakaram the first first qualification it should not create udvega agitation in the listener whatever one speaks should not agitate the listener should not cause excitement or agitation udvega that is one condition if all these conditions are followed then it is called vangmayam tapas even if one condition is missing then it is not vangmayam tapas then satyam whatever we speak should be truthful if we have any doubt about it we should not speak some people have the habit of speaking though they have doubt but they will speak about it and that fellow then tells this to somebody else and that is how the rumors are spread but if i am not sure if it is true then i should not speak it so whatever i speak should be the truth satyam see if a person follows this even satyam as a vrata then the speech gets so purified that such a person if he utters something even just utters that thing also comes true even like great mahatma even like hanuman ji and all if says something then it comes true or even mahatmas if they say something then it comes true so that is the power of speech because the speech gets connected to the totality otherwise the speech is connected to our own ego our own ego whatever we speak is connected to our ego but when we speak the truth then our speech gets identified with the speech of the totality it is like god's word then whatever is spoken comes true so satyam is a very important factor then priya whatever we speak should be pleasant priya not kadwa it should be pleasant some people they say satyam but very unpleasant things if it is unpleasant then even satyam should not be spoken hmm something may be true but may not be pleasant some people have this attachment to speaking the truth main to sach bolne wala hu that means the other person is in trouble only now because whatever we speak should be pleasant and the most important is it hitam it should have a welfare in it it should be beneficial for myself and others if it is not beneficial then that satyam also is not good to be spoken 
if it is not beneficial, then even satyam pleasantly spoken is also not good. Now you can think of various examples. Even in the, when a person goes to a doctor and all certain things may be, then all these factors sometimes we may not be able to follow it in all situations. Then the hitam should be given more importance. Welfare, not satyam. Hitam. If it, sh- it is not for our welfare and for the welfare of others, then even the truth should not be uttered. That is very important. Because the whole purpose of even the truth is welfare. Hita. Like for example, the, we follow the, we have the traffic rules. The purpose behind is welfare. So that people drive safely, no accident and everything goes smoothly. You have to drive, let us say, on the left side of the road. Now suppose some obstacle is there, some cow is there or some somebody, crazy fellow is coming on the other side, exactly on the wrong side. Then what should I do? I am a law-abiding citizen. I am going on my left-hand side. There a tractor is coming on that and there is enough space on my right, but that is illegal or unlawful. I should not drive on the right. And that fellow is totally unaware. So what should I do? As a law-abiding citizen, should I go and bang on him? Or should I just move? Why don't move? Should I move? So I should move because the purpose is hita, welfare, not blindly following rules. Similarly, the purpose is not just to utter truth. Purpose is hita, welfare. If it has got welfare in it, then even a lie is beneficial sometimes. But it should be understood properly, huh? Otherwise people keep telling lies and say, I am telling you It has to be understood properly. Because hita is a very important, interesting, important term. So these four things are there in when we utter a speech. It should not create any agitation. Sometimes even the, something which is very harsh and bad can be said in a nice way. It's like somebody said that uh, some people are so sweet and nice that even when they say go to hell, they say it so nicely that other person looks forward to it. Prem se bolo. So, anudvega karam vakyam, then it should be satyam and priyam, pleasantly, should be said pleasantly, and hitam. So, these four, if we observe in our speech, then it is called vangmayam tapas. It, it, it conserves the, the power of our speech. And the power of speech is required for our sadhana. Because our speech talks to us. 
we talk to ourselves in our sadhana when we sit and meditate aise karo aise baitho ye karo wo karo who is speaking we are speaking to ourselves that speech purified speech is our inner guru inner voice and if that is not purified it will not be able to guide us to the ultimate hmm so this it's very important that we purify our speech because in the subtler journey the speech will accompany us to a long distance so an udvegakaram vakyam satyam priyahitam cha yata swadhya swadhyaya abhyasanam chaiva and two more thing bhagwan says swadhyay <coughs> swadhyay means self study swadhyay also means chanting the mantras the chanting bhagavad gita upanishad ramayana vishnu sahasranam chanting loudly with our speech is also called vangmayam tapas it also purifies the speech the words which we use they affect our mind if we use negative constantly use negative words it will create a negative attitude in our mind therefore when we read and chant something positive something good it purifies our mind and abhyas practice practicing our uh, even that uh, even japa or some other abhyas also is called vangmayam tapas more about this we will see in our class tomorrow